Hey guys, welcome to Finally Podcasting. I'm here, I'm alive, I'm well. So, uh, this episode, uh, I'm gonna really hit into it. You know, we've been watching the past couple of weeks go by, and we've been seeing all these mass shootings, right? These mass shootings happening with these apparently, quote-unquote, mental ill type of men, and usually they've been saying that it's white boys, white young men that's been going around shooting up malls and shooting up different places. I need your mind today. Now, with these mass shootings, shouldn't be celebrated, you know, lives are lost and, you know, different things happen, right? But let's dig a little bit further on this. What I think is analyzing this whole thing for the past couple of weeks and a lot of people talking about stricter gun laws, isn't America obsessed with violence? America was raised on violence. America created violence in the country. I mean, we had like hundreds of wars. We was on American soil with newly documented immigrants from different places around the world that came to America. Also, the beef with so-called Native Americans about how there was different fights because of the early sense of gentrification during that time of when the Puritans, the Quakers, the descendants of them who came from Europe because they was excommunicated out of their country or for various reasons because of religious intolerance, came over to America, to Turtle Island, and they wanted to establish a new country, a new world, right? I say this to say this. When we're talking about these mass shootings, these ideas of stricter gun laws, first of all, what I've started to realize is is that this happens every summer. Now this becomes a common thing where you're usually hearing about mass shootings on a large scale in this country during that time when they come over and all that other stuff. So it's tough, family. I I look at this and I'm just like, oh, mass shootings, that's bad. And then, you know, of course, we'll go on the racist antics and talk about it's white people that shoot up schools. It's white people that shoot up um, malls and this, that, and a third. Whether it's true or not, we have to analyze America as a whole. They're obsessed with violence. I've known violence since I was a kid. You ever think about the television shows we ever watched? the movies we ever seen, all these different things. It's it's so far, even as a kid, subconsciously, you would know about violence as a kid because you had water guns. You had, you knew about bombs. You knew about different things as a kid. So subconsciously, you've already been implanted with the idea that violence and guns and this, that, and a third, you know about that. You have the information on that, but you see it as innocent playing games like cops and robbers, uh, again, playing with water guns, shooting water guns, water's hitting a, a person, uh, a lot of things, you know, um, I don't know what to say, man, like, you see it, when I became 10 or 11 years old, maybe a little bit younger than that, Grand Theft Auto, remember Grand Theft Auto 3, and how Grand Theft Auto series popularized in the 2000s, you know, People started to find out about that. What about Tekken? The game Tekken that was in the 90s. And the um, the fighting games. 
about karate, about the, the, the Chinese karate movie, movies that I grew up with when I used to see them selling on DVDs and this, that, and third. So my point of saying this is that violence is what makes the fabric of America, whether you like it or not, makes up the fabric of America. I don't know too many other countries that that is non-violent that doesn't have as much violence as America does or North America for that idea. But America, what I would think is that they can't live without violence because violence instokes fear. So fear in another region or another country or whatever have you that's going to allow people to be like, well, I'm going to stand back because America wants to go to war and they will steal resources and do whatever they have to do to make sure that they stay on top. But even looking inside of America, I will civil war in 2019. A lot of random attacks in different places here in New York City. They had an attack two years ago of, a, I want to say, an Indian guy or Middle Eastern guy that rode around in a truck that had explosives and that uh, he had drove on the sidewalk in Battery Park, which is in downtown Manhattan, and hit a couple of people. There's a guy that was in a car in Times Square. He drove on a, the pedestrian side of Times Square, had uh, decapitated someone's leg, or, you know, they, they killed, he killed someone. Also, the cops this summer, uh, the ongoing problem we have with the police force, aka one of the biggest gangs in the war world, corporate gangs in the in the world, because the corporate, I don't want to say owns them, but they're in control about the, the senseless killings and the, 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 the idea of power of being a police officer and being able to tell people well, you need to abide by the law. And even if someone is abiding by the law, why do you still find it in your, your, your um, I don't want to say jurisdiction, but why do you find it okay to still kill someone or hurt someone just because you have a badge? This past month in July, they came out with the verdict of the Eric Garner case, uh, such as the thing with Pantaleo, Officer Pantaleo being let off the charge even though it's full on video that he did actually kill Eric Garner and used a technique of a chokehold that was not able to be used since 1993. That's 26 years ago. And Officer Pantaleo was still able to be alive and have a family go to Eric Garner's family. His daughter had died and he died. So I understand what you're thinking right now. You're like, Blaze, you're going all around the place. But America idolizes violence. I don't know what the I don't know what effect having these gun laws restricted is going to do. Telling people that you might not be able to own firearms because there was a lot of history behind that. And then also, if you remember in the 1960s, the Black Panther Party wanted to practice the Second Amendment because they felt like it was important to protect their people and protect their neighborhoods. But the KKK and the rest of them, 
have always had the upper hand on how guns and being used or are using it on innocent people of color, more specifically black people, when it came to it. So family, think about this for a second. Violence, right? I feel like we've been introduced to violence at a very young age, subconsciously, and we didn't even know it. Because we didn't view it the same way we do now in our 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, where you look at a gun or you see somebody with a gun and you're like, holy crap, like <laughs> that dude has a gun. And when they start shooting it, I've never seen anybody shoot a gun in front of my face as a, you know, just to let you know, I've heard gunshots. And I say this to say, I don't know how America is gonna change. I don't think America ever is going to be peaceful. This is more than just a, a, a mass shooting and sitting here saying that you have these young white men that have mental health issues, which is a lie to front, in my opinion, to sit here and say that they have mental illness to the fact of the matter they were out of control enough for them to go to a mall or go to a school to start a mass shooting. We have to do some deeper reflections, family. And understand that the reason why a lot of this stuff happens is because America idolizes violence. That's how they roll. It, it, you know, it's funny. One of my, one of the movies that I grew up watching, Home Alone, the one that came, the, the second one, Lost in New York. I was just thinking about all like, like how innocent it was as a kid, watching this movie and seeing Macaulay Culkin just go to Donald Trump's <laughs> hotel and you know him setting up the, the Macaulay Culkin just setting up these traps these booby traps and about how like the guests were walking in the, the I mean the, the staff was coming on to this kid being an imposter and about how um, they came into the room and it was all this dialogue about this mobster or whatever it was and about how he basically started shooting up the place and I was a kid, but how as a kid do I recognize what a gun is already at the age of whatever it was I was the age of, but you know, watching that on VHS and understanding what a gun is, understanding what a bomb is, understanding all these nuclear weapons, understanding what war is, being taught about the history, things like the Trail of Tears and being taught about being hung, being taught about, you know, the idea of killing people during the Jim Crow era and this, that, and the third, the civil rights movement, being punched in the face for a luncheon. As a kid, I already knew all this stuff. And I sit around and I look at the, the worldview, now being in my 20s now, and I recognize that America has always been into violence. I don't know any other country in the world that is obsessed with violence such as America. Now, if you understand history, uh, you know, obviously, when it came to European nations, that the Roman and the Greeks and then the empires after that have always been affiliated with violence. They've always used it as a tactic to dominate a country. Tell people you got to get off this land. The earliest form of gentrification. 
<laughs> being led into them establishing a new colony and establishing a new country or new empire to exist and that the natives of that empire is only able to exist if they want to coexist with the colonizers and the colonizers didn't make it easy for the natives and I'm not just talking about the American natives the, the, the so-called Native Americans I'm talking about just empires in general and about how you know it's always about conquering and doing all these different things and telling them you have to abide by our rules now so to really back on in about this whole talk about violence and talking about mass shootings and talking about how we're going to reel in the idea of stopping the violence you need to get real with yourself there's a lot of people out here in this world who don't care who want who loves the idea of having a gun of owning a gun of owning destructive weapons that will hurt someone the american public the american government does not care to have a peaceful country does not care to how do i say not use violence as a force on things this is what they're known for doing sending missionaries out sending uh uh the US army out to different places to settle beefs to settle conflict to invite themselves into different conflicts of country policy this is the stuff that they do america is not going to let up on violence i don't think america is ever going to be a peaceful country and i think about it is in america is what i think and i don't fear it at all i just feel like this is going to happen is that america is going to come to a place where they're just going to make it harder for citizens to even own firearms so that if it comes to a place where police let's just say police officers do do something messed up to someone and that they have a gun and that they know that they are doing something wrong to an individual and that individual wants to protect themselves oh you can't do that because the second amendment is outlawed see what we're getting now in 2019 fast forward is that we're getting the biggest contradiction of life in America because now it's going to come to the point where America is going to go back and renege on their um their their constitution when they're going to rewrite it they're going to make exceptions to the rule they're going to have different things that they tell you that you can and cannot do all because of its of what they're trying to promote which is the idea of trying to rewrite the constitution it's happened before they did re- rewrite the constitution plenty of times so that's it in a nutshell but family i'm here to tell you as much as we talk about mass shootings and as much as we talk about violence in america it's always been in the back of our subconscious since we was yay high we've always known we have always known about violence but we've never have been exposed to it the way of the reality of it until we became older as kids we've seen it as a way to have fun a way to just laugh giggle and you know socialize with fellow kids but as we get older the tables turn the reality starts to set in so that now when you see a gun you're not thinking of it in a way of just wetting someone or just you know playing around with them or going to paintball sessions out in the woods 
Now you're thinking about it in a sense like this actually could hurt you. I actually can kill you with this. Um, those monster movies that you've been watching, uh, movies, black movies in the hood, in this, that, and third. No, this is actually reality now. And some of our children are exposed to guns and exposed to violence at the very tender age of 10, 11, and 12. Very young years where they're exposed to violence, where they're exposed to harmful activity. And that's the way of America. That's what they do. This is exactly how they move. And I'm not surprised. So I'm not letting nobody off the hook when it comes to the idea of violence, using gun as a form of doing whatever you have to do. But I'm not surprised about this. And um, the whole idea of mass shootings and this, that, and the third, it happens every year. It, and I don't think there ever there, there's ever going to be a year where there's no mass shootings. That's just how this whole thing works. And it is what it is. So thank you guys for listening to the podcast. It's been a while. It's been on like a, a vacation. But um, next week, I'm going to be leading you into the American tour. And with the American tour, I'm going to be talking about more prevalent American issues, things that's happening in our world. Maybe some solutions, maybe not some solutions, but we're going to twist it on an American tour. This has actually been inspired by the American election season as we are about to get ready to vote for our next president, even though I think that more than likely, I don't even say our, the next president of the United States, which I think is automatically going to be Donald Trump. But (laughs) we'll see as time progress. And, uh, you know, may the best man win. Peace.